to be here with you today. Bujuniji Bemarzig. Hello, my friends who share this life together with me. Uh, it's, it feels good to be here. We're going to share some music, a couple songs, and then I'm going to try to share a few uh, from my experiences uh, con connecting it to my faith in Jesus. All right? Sacred Place. All right, this first song is called Sacred Place. And uh, how many know that everything is sacred? Every place is sacred. I like what Black Elk said. He said, the Holy Land is everywhere. Since Jesus came, that's the truth, isn't it? All right. Okay, let's see if we can get that balance on the guitar. I can't hear it. A little more of my guitar and the, the monitor, please. In the shadow of your wings, in the sacred place, I have found my covering beneath your wings of grace. No more will I falter, no more will I fail. In the shadow of your wings, in the sacred place. All right, sing it with us. Way away, away, the ancient one. Way away, away, sacred one. Holy, holy, and worthy, worthy, awesome, awesome, in power are you, Lord? Are you, Lord? In the light of your glory, in the morning sun, creation tells a story of all that you have done. There's no more walking in darkness and no more stumbling at night. We have found your glory in the morning light. Sing with us. Where, away, away, ancient one, ancient one. Where, away, away, sacred one. Sacred One, Holy, 
Thank you. Thank you. Just adjust this microphone a little bit so I don't have to bend over. There we go. All right. This next song is a new song. It's not on our CDs. By the way, our CDs are available here. If you like, I know they're kind of old school CDs. You know, so if you don't want a CD, you can always go to our website and download it there. We have download ability there on the website but some people like the the casing and things like that so they're available here today but this song will not be on there this is called creation's song and this song intersects my faith in jesus as a believer in jesus and my heritage among the anishinaabe the ojibwe people there's an intersection and we we uh the ojibwe people we have uh, a creator the great spirit, the great mystery, Gichimanidu, the one who made all things. So this, this uh, um, song in the chorus, it's going to say, Gichimanidu, great mystery. Your thoughts are light like stars in the night. And in our creation story, in the Ojibwe have a creation story, it says that when the creator had this sacred vision, he saw everything that would ever be created. He even saw you and I today. And when the creators, uh, he put all those, those ideas, this vi great vision into his thoughts, and he sent them out into the universe, and they became rays of light that turned into the stars. Now, that's our creation story. I like that story. It says a good thing. Now, so I combine these ideas with the, with the, uh, in this song with some of our Ojibwe ideas, because what does creation tell us about the, the great spirit? It tells us that he is a creator. It tells us that he loves us because he made this beautiful world for us. And he put us here for good things. He created everything to be good. We know that, right? Okay, enough talk.
In the beginning you spoke your words Light out of darkness Your voice was heard Wake the morning stars To sing of the day And let the newborn sun Spread out its rays It's you mighty do Great mystery thoughts are light, like stars in the night, great creator, well it go away, your vision is strong, with creation's song, creation's song. Let the dry land appear and the waters part. Let the oceans roar and the lakes cry out. Forests and fields, prairies and plains, mountains and hills, declaring your name. Get you mighty do great mystery. Like stars in the night, great creator, well, hey, oh, hey. your vision is strong with creation's song, creation's and buffalo roaming the land otter and beaver digging in the sand hawk and eagle soaring on wings bluebird and robin to you that sing get she mighty do great mystery light like stars in the night great creator will hail away your vision is strong with creation's song creation's Dust of the ground like clay in your hands In your likeness you molded a man Kneeling beside him from deep within You breathed your spirit Mankind begins Come on! It's humanity to great mystery Stars in the night, great creator will hail away. Your vision is strong with creation's song, 
Yes, she might do great mystery Your thoughts are light Like stars in the night Great creator will hail Your vision is strong With creation's song Will hail this scripture as we listen to them and the beautiful traditions they have of their people of the creator Romans 1:20. for ever since the world was created people have seen the earth and sky through everything God made they can clearly see his invisible qualities his eternal power and divine nature clearly see so they have no excuse for not knowing God so if the Bible is true, every people on earth knew the Creator God. And when we go to these people, as I teach the missionaries, is we go with respect and honor for what the Creator has given them to share with everyone else and all the beauty that's there. It's going and um, that's love and respect for them. Instead, if you don't know anything, which is not scriptural at all. So, yeah, no, Terry and Darlene. Over 10 years, I don't know how long, but just awesome how they've reached out to not only their people, but Native Americans across North America. So we just are really blessed to have them today. Thank you. Should I use this one? Okay. Isn't Darlene just gifted on that flute? Whoa. We've had so many uh, native flute players that have just said that she's, you know, that she has a gift and uh, have honored her. And so we're just, we're blessed about that. It is so good to be here. I have a few minutes and I would like to share some things. Maybe we can take the reverb off the mic. This is a, a good singing mic, but not a good talking reverb. There, that would be great. Let me open up my... Uh, my, the scripture is here. And um, the gift I gave to your pastor is called the First Nations Version of the New Testament. It is an, an indigenous translation of the New Testament. Um, I was the lead translator and the project manager for this translation that was uh, also involved over 40 of our native people, native uh, people from different tribes, from different places, geographical graphical places. And we worked with a Bible translation organization called One Book of Canada. And they helped us and gave us expertise, but we were the ones that did the translating. And we translated it intentionally to speak to our indigenous native people of Turtle Island. And so... Uh, and what I've been told is by Greek scholars is that we have a very good translation here. 
Greek scholars have told us that. And uh, even uh, in some denominations where they're not necessarily super friendly to outside translations, well, it's being used now in their native ministries in so many places. And I want to just share a short portion of that. We don't have copies today. InterVarsity Press published it back in August, at the end of August, early September, and it sold out too fast. They couldn't keep the print up, and then the paper ran out, uh, and so uh, it's been hard to get. Um, and, and literally, it's, uh, I think, 1,500 just a couple weeks ago, they, uh, the people of the Southern Ute tribe up near uh, the Four Corners area, the, uh, Colorado and the Four Corners, they ordered 1,500 copies, one for each member of their uh, indigenous nation. And, and uh, the, the, actually, the, the, uh, tribal, the tribe is actually helping get the word out about that. Isn't that amazing? Uh, and so what we've been told is that many Native people have come to faith just from reading the scriptures in a way that speaks to them and to their heart. Now, this is not in their tribal languages, and the reason is because of the boarding schools, because of all these different things, our people can't read their own language. Only a very small percent, less than 10%, can read their own languages, all these Bibles. So we felt there needed to be an English translation for that purpose. I'm going to read to you out of Ephesians. This is called a humble, humble prayer. And don't look it up. I'm, I'm intentionally not telling you the, the verse number, just so you can listen. This is, the, this is small man. We give every name, we give the meaning of the name. Paul means small. Uh, and a lot of people don't know that every, every name in the Bible has meaning. And in our in our traditional tribal ways, all of our names have meanings. So this was a good connection for the scripture. He says this, this is the reason I bow down on my knees and humble myself before the Father above, from whom all families, clans, and tribes in this world and in the spirit world above are named. My prayer for you is that from the great treasures of his beauty, Creator will gift you with the Spirit's mighty power and strengthen you in your inner being. In this way, the chosen one, that's how we say Christ, the chosen one will make his home in your heart. I pray that as you trust in him, your roots will go deep into the soil of his great love. And from these roots... You will draw the strength and courage needed to walk this sacred path together with all his holy people. This path of love is higher than the stars, deeper than the great waters, wider than the sky. Yes, this love comes from and reaches to all the directions. There was a time when the Creator had his focus on one tribal nation. We know them as the uh, tribes of wrestles with creator. That's the meaning for Israel, the tribes of Israel. And he had a purpose in calling Israel to this sacred task of being the ones who would bring the redeemer into the world. 
He called them to be a light to nations, but he knew that they were going to fail because Israel's just as human as all of us, and we all fail in some way to live exactly how Creator made us to live. And so he sent Jesus to embody the promises. All the promises all came to rest in that one human being, that Creator himself became a human, and he walked among us. Now, now that Jesus has risen from the dead, he no longer limits himself in any way. All nations now are, part, are, are welcomed into his sacred family. He welcomes all of us in. And we need to pray for the people of Israel because of all the people, they are the ones least responding to this message, which is sad. But also, I pray for a time when they will respond in huge ways to this message. But I think it's going to be through the other nations that's going to be a witness to the people of Israel in a good way. We can, are called to be that witness because as we embrace the Creator, we embrace the one they believe in, but also we bring our understanding of the creator into this and this is important because he has he's not just the god of the jewish people he's the god of all people paul says he's the god of all the nations everywhere and and so he has been working with i believe with every tongue every tribe every nation uh, to bring his his uh his word let me pull this over here now, I want to open up something to share with you today. In my walk with Creator, I have re-embraced my native heritage as Ojibwe. Now, I have Ojibwe and Yaki. I haven't explored my Yaki heritage fully yet, but that's coming. But I have... Uh, I grew up in Michigan, the land of the Ojibwe, of the Anishinaabe. And I've learned some things. I've been mentored by elders, by native elders. I've, I've sat in sweats. I've listened to understand the native spirituality and how it intersects with my faith. And I found out that there's great common ground between my native spirituality and my faith in Jesus. And I'm going to share with you just a few things, some of the what we call the core values, the, the core values of, of our Anishinaabe people. And it's important because sometimes we're going to disagree on, on some of the details outwardly, but on those core values, those are what are so important. And if we can agree on the core values, the rest of it we can work out and figure out. So these core values... Are found. Now, I want to say this. In my Anishinaabe heritage, we have seven sacred teachings. I'll say them in English. Wisdom, love, respect, humility, honesty, courage, and truth. Do you find in any of those, do you find any hesitation at all to connecting those values and to Jesus Christ? No, not at all. He embodies these teachings in every way. And so my belief is that Jesus did not come to take our native spirituality away from us. He came to 
honor it, honor the core values, and to help us become more uh, full, to give us the power and the strength to be all we're created to be. And these are the things that, that make us who we are. Now, peace is not, notice that peace is not one of these values. Rather, peace or harmony can be seen as a unifying principle of these teachings. These teachings are understood to work together toward a holistic way of life, which could be defined, this holistic way of life is what we call peace and harmony. And so a person who is native, who has this spirituality, sees the good road that Creator has called us to live our lives in these sacred ways. And when we do, then we're in harmony with the Creator, we're in harmony with creation, and we're in harmony with one another. Now, I fully believe that we have failed to live in these sacred ways. And that's why Jesus is such a big part of this picture and how he can fulfill these things. So I share with you today, not as an expert, but as one who is learning some of the sacred ways of the Anishinaabe and how these ways intersect with my faith in Jesus as the full revelation of the great spirit, God. Today I do not speak for my people, but only share what I have gleaned from my times together with the elders, from my mentors and others who have written about these things. So understand that peace or harmony is not just the absence, um, the absence of conflict, but rather peace or harmony is the path to resolve conflict. It says in Luke 1, 76, that the Creator came, His light is coming into the world like the sun is rising, and He's shining on those who sit in darkness and setting our feet on the path of peace. Notice that peace is a path. It's something that is walked out. So conflict becomes an enemy of peace, but it, it is overcome by following these sacred teachings, and seeing how we work that out in our lives. So the peace is not the removal of differences. It is the celebration of diversity. A diversity that, has, that through love has, has a harmonized expression within this circle of life. So, so love becomes, and we're going to talk a little bit. I don't have a lot of time, but I hope I can give you enough here because this can be true of all of our native cultures. We all have those core values that, that come together and match up to the teachings of Jesus. And those things that don't, we, we work on those. We, we try to figure out, do they really uh, harmonize if they don't, then maybe we just, we just set them aside as followers of Jesus. And we focus on those things that we agree on, that, we, that Jesus taught us. But so far, I haven't found anything uh, you know, directly in, in any of these core values and how they're lived out that conflicts with my faith in Jesus. So the circle of life or the medicine wheel is a way to visualize the concept of peace and harmony. 
the colors, there's, in a medicine wheel, there's four colors. We have, in our Ojibwe medicine wheel, we have, it's a wheel, and we have a cross, and there's four separate uh, quadrants, we call them. And ours is yellow, red, black, and white. Yellow, red, black, and white. And that is a way to visualize the world and to visualize this idea of harmony. When all the colors are properly represented in the circle, no color dominating another color, then we, are in har- we learn to be in harmony. The circle has balance. Because, but when one color says, I want to be dominant... I'm the color. I'm the only color. I'm the right color. I'm the color that's supposed to be in charge. Then the circle loses the harmony, and we end up warring with each other. The colors, even though different, are not required to surrender their uniqueness or to be blended with other colors. But rather, each color is recognized for its contribution to the circle and the the whole of life on our Mother Earth. The overlapping of these colors creates shades and hues that reveal new aspects to the colors. So we might all be different colors, so to speak, different ethnicities. And, and within that circle of life, red and yellow, black and white are the primary colors. And we think about that. When I was uh, in Sunday school, I used to sing red and yellow, black and white, we are precious in his sight. We pick those four colors. Well, the Ojibwe have the same four colors representing all the colors of all the people in the circle of life and the world. But not even within each color, there's overlapping hues. None of us are exactly the same, even within our own ethnicities. We have beautiful differences. We have differences between men and women. We have differences in, in, in the roles that we take within our cultures and the roles that we're called to in the, in, the, in the spiritual ways that we walk in. And every one of us has our own fingerprint. So Creator didn't want us all the same. Can you imagine if everybody looked like you? That every time you saw someone, you thought you were looking in the mirror? Wouldn't you get tired of that face? If that's the only face you ever saw? Oh, man, let's bring in the clones, huh? Everybody's exactly the same. That's not how Creator wants us. He created us to be different. He gave us our differences so that we could learn how to live together in harmony. And even within the circle of the Creator, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, there's some diversities there, isn't there? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, even though they all equally share in divinity, they differ in their roles and how they interact with us. And that's a beautiful thing, and I I can't even begin to go with that. So I'm just going to name off quickly the Ojibwe seven seven teachings. There's Nabwakawin, wisdom. And it's through wisdom that the Great Spirit created the world and its diversity, its color, its beauty. If you read Proverbs, you'll find out that wisdom was there in the beginning with the Creator making everything out of His wisdom. 
So it requires great wisdom to see or to perceive different colors as valuable contributors rather than being in competition with one another. Our differences are not for competition. Our differences are so that we can, we can see that there's more to the world than just us. And that leads, that is where creator's love comes in. Zagadwin. Zagadwin. And the eagle represents Zagadwin, uh, the love of the creator. Why? Because the eagle flies the highest and is closest to the creator. And because the eagle's closest to creator, and because creator is love, then the eagle represents the love of the great spirit as he watches over all of us. So love transcends all. Love is found at the core of all of our sacred teachings. So is that true of what Jesus taught us? Is love the greatest? Yeah. He, he showed that creator loved all the people of this world so much he gave his only son. Oh, man, there's so much good stuff here. I'll share one more. Zun, <laughs> I got to say this right. Zunde Ewen. Zunde Ewen. Courage. Courage is an important part of spirituality. It's an important part of our faith. You know, it says in, in Revelation that cowards are going to end up in the, in the lake of fire. It says in, in Revelation, I'm going, oh, cowards, interesting. So it's important to have courage. So why? Courage is needed. It is the needed inner strength to walk the path of peace and to overcome our fear, our fear of failure, our fear of not being enough, our fear of not being worthy, all these things we overcome so that we can walk the path of peace because most conflict comes from a misunderstanding of who we are and what we're supposed to be doing in this world. Conflict is there, but, it, but it's there to teach us how to humble ourselves, how to have the courage of our faith to do what's right even when we don't feel adequate enough. Okay. One more. I got to go one more. I'm going to go till 20 after, and then I'm quitting. I love the next one, honesty. Honesty. Okay. Giyakwadziwin. Uh, Giyakwadziwin. Honesty. Now, the raven represents honesty. Now, this is kind of tricky. What do we know about ravens? Right? Huh? They're scavengers. They, they, they steal stuff, you know? But one of the things that the raven teaches us is, is to be honest about who we are. You know what? We're scavengers. Some of In us is that desire to take what is not ours. And if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we need to admit up to this part of ourselves that doesn't want to do and be honest with who we are and doesn't want to admit that we are failing to walk in the ways Creator made us to be. So we, we need that. And that leads us to the final one I'm going to talk about. I, you know what? I'm going to get through them all. Dib, Dibadendizwin. Dibadendizwin. 
humility. And that's the wolf. Now, would you think, when you think of a wolf, how, you don't think of humility, do you? But our native people do. Why? Okay, first of all, humility is a necessary way to see. Humility allows each color to recognize that its uniqueness within creation does not make it more important than the other colors. And it calls us to see ourselves as part of the whole and not the whole in ourselves. That's humility. That's the beginning of seeing. So what is, how does a wolf represent that? Humility recognizes that we need a pack. We need to be part of each other. We need to join together like a wolf joins together. And there's no lone wolves in our spirituality. We all need each other. And that's where humility comes in. Uh, we, are, we are designed to live in community. And we depend on one another and on the differing gifts creator has given to us. I could go so much deeper here, but I want to finish. Number seven. Isn't that interesting? Seven sacred teachings. The grandfather teachings are the seven sacred teachings. The last one is Odebuewen. Odebuewen. Truth. And you think, what? Truth and honesty. Well, truth and honesty actually have a different idea behind them. So truth is represented by the turtle for our native people. Uh, Nishinabe, the turtle carried all of creation on its back and bears the burden of all creation. So truth gives us the big picture. And it could be seen as the objective reality behind the subjective perception of that reality. Now, all that to say is truth is what is real, not what we think is real. It's possible to think some things are real that aren't. It's possible to have wrong ideas about each other and about ourselves. And, and so truth breaks into that and, and says, no, we hold ourselves up to the creator. and We let him seek and search our hearts. Um, so true spirituality recognizes that all of us see from our own limited perspectives and therefore we do not see the full picture we don't have all the truth just in ourselves we need each other we need the scriptures we need creator we need spirituality we need more than we are to be who he's made us to be so this idea um this big picture this supports the burden that's the turtles the burden of the holding the world the way of peace and harmony that keeps us looking beyond ourselves to one, to one who is greater than all of us, Gichimanitu, the great mystery. If we will hold ourselves before him and ask him to search our hearts, as it says in Psalm 51, I believe it is, where David cries out for creator to search his inward parts. When he does that, then truth will set us free. That's what Jesus said. If you follow my ways, then you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Miigwech, bizindawieg, thank you for listening. Okay. Can we um, <clears throat> pray for them quickly, and then um,
maybe Darlene can play her flute again after that. As we go, if you have children in the children's church, please pick them up, though, to honor those in the children's church. But um, can we pray for them quickly? Um, Father God, I thank you for uh, Terry and Darlene and how they've reached so many of their people by showing them that you are loved, that Creator gave you wonderful and beautiful things too. Not only one race has all the answers, but He gave them beautiful things too, and that's love. And that their principles of everyone, boy, being equal, not one, not taking over and, and dominating everything else, boy, do we need that right now today, those principles. So I pray that many more will come to Christ as they share the God of the Bible as your God that you knew from the very beginning that we all fell short as Terry says and that's why you sent your son for us in your great love that we can come home home to our God our father who has always loved us has always been there loving us and we left him and he's never left us always reaching out to us always praying for us like the father of the prodigal son and even sending his son to die for us that they may return home and so I thank you for their ministry. I ask for your, their, your um, Father, your blessing upon their ministry. May many more Native Americans come to Christ through what they're doing. We ask in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Okay.